and welcome to the She's Busy AF podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bordelon. I'm a former marketing agency owner turned marketing mentor. I'm a lover of all things tequila, travel, Taylor Swift, plants, and helping busy AF entrepreneurs kill the living heck out of their businesses. My podcast is filled with marketing and business knowledge to help you truly excel both personally and professionally in your entrepreneurial journey. You'll put down your phone after each episode and be infused with techniques and practices that allow you to work less in your business and more on your business so you can ultimately step back when you want and enjoy the sweet, sweet fruits of your blood, sweat, and tears-filled labor. So with that being said, open up your note app or your favorite notebook and let's jump on into the She's Busy AF podcast. Right, welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. Today I am drinking a smoothie. It is smoothie season. Actually, I live in Florida, so I feel like it's smoothie season year-round except for the three days that it's like 30 degrees, which did not happen this year. It's definitely smoothie season. To record this podcast, I have to turn off my AC, so I'm like, I will be holding a smoothie the entire time. Excuse my breaks to take sips, but like, that's just where we're at. So today's episode I'm really excited about because I kind of get this question a lot. It's like we are all waking up to this notion of making money in our sleep. That's something that I hear a lot. And if you haven't heard of that, well, I'm telling you it's possible, especially as a service provider. And it wasn't something I jumped on board to in my previous business till towards the end when I turned a lot of the freebie and free resources I was creating into paid offerings. So. I first want to kind of squash the stigma around passive income, which is, typically speaking, business owners think that in order to have passive income and high cash months, you have to be a coach or a mentor and provide some sort of like educational teaching resource. It's really not the case. (laughs) I'm here to squash it. So there are so many ways to make passive income and truly scale the heck out of your business without becoming an educator, coach, or a mentor. And really, it's all in just how creative you get. So I'm going to share three ways that I created passive income in my previous business and what I know works really well, especially for service providers. That was the space I was in. I know as an influencer, as as having products, like you can do some of these similar things as well. But specifically speaking for service-based businesses, this is what I know to be tried and true. And these are like three of the big ways I was able to create extra income in my business. So the first one was, as you might suspect, passive resources. I want to talk about this one first. The other two you may not have heard of, but I want to talk about this one first for a reason, and it's because it's typically the one that's front of mind for people. So your ideal client is on a journey, right? At some stage, they were still very much DIYing things themselves, or alternatively, they had a team in-house who could help them. So if you work with small businesses, you know this, right? Like I, a previous client of mine, had a team when he started his business. Like that was how he started his business. He had the capital and these people were executing that, but they may not have been up to speed on all of the things, right? So what I ended up creating for them were resources that the company could purchase and use to help their employees. This could look like something educational. It doesn't have to. It could also 
look like a template that they purchased and then mold to their brand. It really just depends on which way you want to go. But same thing for those solopreneurs and entrepreneurs who are DIYing from the very early stages of their business. And nine times out of 10, that could be budgetary reasons. They're just getting started and they feel like they have somewhat of a skill set. They just need to get things off the ground. And as they grow, just like another example, think of the mom and pop coffee shop that opened on the corner in your town. And when they started out, they had a coffee machine and a couple of tables. And then as they got busier, they added a couple more tables and maybe now they're serving ice cream. I don't know. Or they're serving pastries and sandwiches. It's the same thing for a lot of like early stage DIY entrepreneurs. They're waiting to add to their business, expand, grow, and hire. That doesn't mean you can't help them in those early stages. So for that reason, passive resources can really help with that. So examples of this, if you're a web designer, website templates. If you're a graphic designer or social media manager, graphic templates. Very top level examples, but they are passive examples. And the thing with that is like people are typically worried like, oh, well, you know, like everyone's offering that. And so how do I know like mine will get picked up? Well, if your focus is selling your one-on-one services, but then you pitch someone who can't afford that and they could actually do better with like a DIY resource, well, that's your next step. You you downsell them to something like that. It doesn't have to be the main thing you market. It lives on your website. It's a downsell for someone who can't afford to work with you one-on-one, but really wants to. So I love passive resources. I don't think there's too much of them out there. I think everyone is unique in the way they have to offer it. If you listen to the last episode, we talked about competition. So (laughs) I'll just leave that there. If you didn't listen, go listen to it because this pretty much covers that. But basically creating these resources that are one and done for them and help them on some point in their journey. That is one of my big tips for creating that passive income. Okay, so the next step, number two, the second way to create more passive income in your business are referral and affiliate relationships. And I feel like people don't lean into this enough. So an example of this, any of the software you're paying for and using, nine times out of 10, they're going to have some sort of like affiliate program or educator program. So for example, for me, I use Flowdesk, HoneyBook, and Monday.com. Every single one of them, I can sign up as an affiliate and anyone who signs up with my link or my code, I get a kickback from that. Where this works out really well is if you teach workshops or you have like a good influx of clients who could use this software internally with their team or with themselves, like you essentially refer this to them, they pick it up, they use it, you get a kickback from the program. Like I, it's like, (laughs) We'll talk about this in the next point. But I really think that having these as part of your business model and in your back pocket, I know that this is a great way to create more income for yourself. I generate about $500 a month currently in my business on software affiliations. So basically think of it as like you're an influencer for other businesses, but you're not out there selling something you don't believe in, right? Like you're out there selling a product you use on a daily basis and you want to help other people with that as well. It's an amazing way to create more income in your business. So again, great if you're being asked to teach workshops or referring your clients to the software, or if you have a podcast, like I've done this in previous episodes, like I swear by HoneyBook, I put my referral link in the box. If someone signs up using my link, I get $200. Like that's great. (laughs) So I 100% recommend looking at all the software you're using and seeing how you can set up those affiliate links. And just remember, 
put it on a sticky note on your computer. Like anytime you are talking to clients or if you teach a workshop, try and work that in in some way. And I guarantee you will start to see some passive income come in there. All right. So my number three here and probably the most important are referral and affiliate relationships. So we talked about like software affiliate relationships a second ago, but the next thing I'm talking about are like vendors. So for example, in my previous business, I had an agency. We did a lot of things, but we didn't do traditional media. We didn't do photography. We didn't do videography. (laughs) We dabbled in photography, but I would contract people under the company. What I learned I should have done is just partnered with photographers because this is what we did with videographers. This is what we did with traditional marketers, strategists, social media managers. We would refer out if we felt like it wasn't a good fit to try and have it all under the umbrella and project manage a lot of different pieces who really we were subcontracting some of the work. Then I was like, great, let's set up referral relationships and we figure that out. So what that looked like was having contracts with these people and getting 5, 10, 15% kickback on the total cost of a contract. And from there, like if they re-sign the contract with the client down the line, like that's up to you to decide, like, do you want to keep that referral commission or not? And this is something you guys want to have like an agreement on and be in agreement on. But this is a really phenomenal way to create passive income literally for just referring business. I know like initially as business owners, we want to do that out of the kindness of our heart. We like working with certain people and we know they do good work. So yes, we're going to send them business. But I think at a certain point, you need to be compensated for that or they need to discount their services for you or something like you need to be able to increase the either the profit margin on the subcontract work you do or be getting kickback for that because you are funneling this person referral business. So you deserve to be compensated for that. So we did this with videographers, social media managers, photographers towards the end. We've used it to get money off services for ourselves. And it's also just like a really good incentive for you to refer business to get that kickback and vice versa. Like encourage this for other people. Like, hey, you're sending me business. Thank you so much. I would love to give you some sort of kickback. And this obviously gets them to send you more business. You make more money. And (laughs) I mean, who doesn't want that, right? Like this is a great way to not only create passive income if you are referring out, but to have more business coming in and grow in that way. So I'm really not saying that you can't go down the path of educating. Listen, some of us are literal naturals with that. I fell into the space. I love educating. I love teaching. I wanted to be an actress when I was a kid. So like being in front of a crowd and doing that, like, I love that. I don't get nervous about it. I don't freak out. Like I just love being in front of a crowd and but also like helping people along the way and really educating people working one-on-one with people infiltrating my experiences so you can avoid those mistakes right like I love educating but some of us don't like some of us are just would rather be in the nitty-gritty of done for you and done with you and that is okay just like I believe not every single person on this planet is meant to be a leader We are leaders in some way, but that doesn't mean that like that we will be our 100% leading a team, right? Like we could go on and on. I could just do like another episode on that. But in the same sense, like we are not all meant to be educators. Just because you've done something doesn't mean that you have to now teach people how to do it too. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. There are ways in this world to make money without becoming an educator. So again, don't feel pressured. (laughs) 
do what makes you happy. One quick thing I want to go back on is like, you don't have to go down this path of educating. Anyway, so to recap, three ways to create passive income in your business without becoming an educator would be to have passive resources, templates, things that an ideal client or a small business's team can purchase from you to enhance their experience of working with you or to work their way up to working with you. Number two is going to be those software affiliations. What software are you using that you can start to monetize that you can make commission off of for referring? And number three are those referral and affiliate relationships. Look at the people you're referring business to, look at your vendors, see what kind of kickback or program you can set up between each other and really run with that. So that's all we've got for today. Wanted to keep it short and sweet, but what I need to do and what I've been really bad about asking for is if you are listening to this on Apple or if you're on Spotify, I would totally appreciate if you could head on over to Apple rate the podcast, subscribe to my channel. It really helps me and I need to be better about asking for help when I need it. So just to get more visibility, help more entrepreneurs. If you liked this episode or any of the other ones, please share it to your Instagram and tag me. But overall, would absolutely love if you could rate and review the podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. All right, guys. Well, thank you so, so much for tuning in today. I will see you on the next episode.